Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of M365 Voice. I'm Sarah Hazi. And I am Mike Marani. And I'm Antonio Maya. Perfect. I didn't think we were going to get through that. And for a second there, it seemed like it was going to go awry. Um, so we are super excited um, that we get to have Liz Sundet, who's a senior product program manager, sorry, on the customer experience team at Microsoft with us. And uh, Liz, I am super excited for a multitude of reasons to have you on the show. I've been wanting to be on this show for quite a while, so I am super excited to be here. Thank you very much for having me today. Yeah, I feel like, uh, Liz, we, we have you on virtually, but I feel like we could have scheduled it where you come over and we sit on the couch and then Mike and Antonio, because Liz and I are basically almost neighbors. We live in Minnesota, uh, not too far from one another, which is great. Ah, we should have done that. You on the couch, Antonio and I are in the backyard on, by the pool. There's, that would have been really, okay. really nice. <laughs> so that's the next time we have Liz on, we should do that. There we uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> That'll literally be, and we literally will have girls in one location, boys in another yeah. location. We'll yeah. film together. That's yeah. a whole separate show. And but I'll, I'll... on that one, we'll talk about other things, uh, community stuff and things like that, because we would love to have Liz on. Um, as I always say, the most interesting parts are some of the things that everyone doesn't get to hear when we record before we hit the record button. And we were talking with you, Liz, about wanting to have you on the show to talk about all kinds of things related to uh, um, career building, community work, et cetera. But what we invited you on the show today and the focus for today is actually going to be to talk about you, one of the products that you have been working on at Microsoft for quite some time, Viva Amplify. Can you tell us a little bit about what Viva Amplify is, uh, what your experience has been working on that product at Microsoft, and where it's at on the release schedule? Yeah, so it's been uh, almost a year since I started working with the Viva Amplify team and uh, as well as customers on Viva Amplify. So for those of you that have not heard about Viva Amplify, it is really a tool to be able to use to orchestrate all of your corporate communications. And uh, I think the most interesting thing is, is that, you know, there's so many people that really do corporate communications. I myself never thought of myself as a corporate communicator until I started working with this product and went, oh, wait, I, I do send out, you know, stories about customers and, you know, little uh, uh, you know, different communications about uh, some of the community events that we we're planning and those types of things to a broad audience. Guess what? I, I could be considered a corporate communicator, um, you know, so I had a title change, maybe not a, you know, a raise or anything like that, a promotion. Um, but, uh, you know, now I consider myself one of those corporate communicators. And so Viva Amplify is a way for those corporate communicators to be able to send out a message across several different channels in the Microsoft ecosystem. And so if you think about, you know, in the past, we would create a, a SharePoint news post and then we might take that news post and gosh, you know, this would be a great news post for for this other area as well. So I'm going to duplicate that same message and create another SharePoint news post that goes on to a completely different site. Uh, and then I might want to say, OK, 
hey, guess what? I want to take that SharePoint site and I want to email it out to a group of people because I, I want them to know that this is happening and go to that SharePoint site uh, for even more amplification. And then I might also take that same SharePoint news post and then post it to like Viva Engage or Miami communities for uh, another source or another place for those people to be able to see what those communications are that are going out to all those broad audiences. So if we think about all of those individual steps, that's what Viva Amplify brings all together for us. It gives us one place to be able to do all of those communications and then post it into all of those different areas so that people can see that. And if we need to adjust, you know, our communications, because guess what? We want the email to look just slightly different than our SharePoint news post or our Teams channel or anything like that. We can do that all in one place and then have all of the analytics to be able to track who are those people that are engaging how, how well are our employees engage, engaging with that particular message? Is it landing? Uh, and then being able to break those people down into, you know, hey, where are those people located? Are they in Canada? Are they in Minnesota? Are they, you know, in different areas of the United States or different job titles? We can do those types of things with the full integration of the Viva Suite as well. So there's Lots and lots of capabilities, and uh, I, I have loved working with customers just on seeing how innovative they really are on this particular product and and taking that forward. So, Liz, I'm going to jump in because I got a million questions. Um, <laughs> so, I love your point to start about um, how we can all be corporate communicators because I've actually never thought of it that way, right? Like, you think of many organizations and corporate communications is a department, and they are the ones that are, excuse me, authorized to message the entire company or message large swaths of the company. So, in Viva um, Amplify, are you able to have people that are not part of corporate communications that are part of any team throughout able to do those communications, run campaigns and have perhaps some sort of limited access to do that? Because often, you know, a handful of people in a big company are able to email everybody. Yeah. Um, so do you have that kind of capability and those kind of controls? Yes, absolutely. And when I think about maybe one of those examples to put it into kind of a, a real life aspect, um, I think about, you know, somebody that is working on a project team and has been that designated person to, you know, give all of the status updates on that particular project and, you know, do those communications out to those different stakeholders that are happening along that project. Could be a big project, uh, you know, highly visible in the organization and have, you know, multiple stakeholders across, you know, many different areas. And so I look at that as one of those examples of where, somebody that is not necessarily a corporate communicator, but is doing corporate communications. Exactly. Uh, and so all of the controls in terms of who they are able to you know, select for that email, um, if they don't have rights to that Azure AD group for all company, guess what? They can't you know, use that particular, uh, they can't select that particular group. Uh, if they don't have access to be able to, you know, send a communication to the SharePoint home site 
but gosh, we want it to go to our project site, not the home site. Um, yes, absolutely. They, they wouldn't have that access, so they wouldn't be able to do those types of things based on those permissions that are already set up within the Microsoft ecosystem. So yes, all of those controls, all of those access is already in place yeah. based on that person's permissions and that what that person's capable of. And then we've also got, you know, things like transport rules and, um, you know, different aspects of, of those endpoints that put some controls in place as well. So, you know, things like, hey, we can't email more than 500 people, you know, in, in one email message. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Those are still those, you know, controls put on those endpoints. But we can select, you know, maybe different Azure AD groups or different M365 groups that I might have set up that is, has all my stakeholders in that particular group functionality already. So I'm able to email those or push that to a Teams channel um, just fine. Th Very those cool. are the, the types of things that I'll be able to do and do it seamlessly within the uh, Amplify product. Nice. So you mentioned analytics, and I really love the, the product because a lot of customers they have are going to be very excited about it because, like you mentioned, it's you create a SharePoint post, news post, and you're going to have to send it to your email. You're going to have to roll it up into the home side of the hub site. You're going to take it into the engage. Uh, but a lot of questions from the clients when we do this and they say, oh, yeah, I can measure the page analytics, but I really don't know if the people are clicking on it or not, or if they're reading the actual uh, um, email post. So yeah. can you talk to us about analytics a bit because you mentioned it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I I don't want to you know like disappoint you, Mike, but we're not we're still not able to judge whether a person has read their email message or not, okay. right? Um, we don't have any tracking of eye movements or anything like that, yeah. but. What we are doing our analytics on and based on is some intentional uh, action. So I have opened that email. I've clicked okay. on that actual email and I it, it has opened for me. Whether I've read it or not is you know, yeah, exactly. a little bit different. different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've taken that intentional action, right? And mm -hmm. so those analytics get recorded immediately. Okay, there's no wait time. It is it is a, a a matter of refreshing the page, and I can see that that has been recorded. That somebody has opened that email, right? And I can also see, oh, out of all of the people that I sent it to, this is how many people have opened that email, and that is based on where they are taking that intentional action. So I could have one person that in Outlook. I opened my email, but guess what? I also went to that SharePoint site that it happened to be posted on, and I read the article there as well. That is counted as a unique user across two different channels. That's good. Okay. That's really good. Yes. And then we break that down even further to give you how many people have engaged. Okay. So how many people have taken that intentional action? Say we have 100 people that we sent this message out to, and 78 of them did something within, uh, you know, Outlook or within SharePoint or within Teams in those variety of channels. 78 of them did something. 
we're giving you an engagement percentage saying, hey, on this particular post or on this particular campaign, we see this many people across your organization that are taking some intentional action based on based on okay. your and uh, breaking post. it down into whether they viewed it, for example, in their email or in SharePoint, which yeah. I frankly I love. And I was lucky because I got to actually preview Viva Amplify. So nice. um I know that when you create a communication campaign, it's one of the things that I think is really there are two things that I love about it. It makes my technical writer heart happy that we're doing content reuse, basically. And I mean that from years and years ago at the start of my career, the idea of creating content once and being able to one-off it, reuse it, repurpose it, um, stylize it for different delivery endpoints has been uh, a part of my entire career. And now we have a product that helps us to do that. So I love it from a data origination and then publishing to multiple points, but then being able to capture analytics across the entire campaign. So you That's can big. see both the effects in email, in SharePoint, in Teams, or potentially even in Viva Engage in the future. If we can publish all of those endpoints and you can see both the aggregate impact and see it per delivery channel is great. Yeah, and then the other thing that we're bringing to you from an analytics standpoint is how many times that you have promoted that particular message. So how many people have a manager uh, like mine who, you know, we we get a leadership message. Maybe Jeff Keeper sends out a message to, you know, everybody that's under his organization. And then my manager comes over the top of it and, you know, forwards that same message on to his group of people and says, hey, this is really important. These are the key things that we have to, you know, take, uh, you know, in terms of Jeff's message um, and, and take action on. Uh, you know, that's considered what we call a promotion. Uh, so we've taken that email and we've forwarded it on to another group of people, or we've taken that SharePoint news post and we've shared it with some other mm -hmm. group of people. All of those are considered promotions. And so those are also intentional actions that we are recording as well. And then also getting into some of the sentiment, you know, if you ever liked a SharePoint page or if you're in, um, you know, Outlook web app, uh, you know, the ability to put a smiley face on a, uh, or a heart emoji onto a message that you have liked. Um, you know, all of those types of things, we're collecting that as part of that data to see, oh gosh, people are taking those intentional actions and we're collecting that so that we can start breaking down some of the sentiment analysis around those. Very cool. I like um, to Sarah, to your point around content reuse, I think I read this somewhere, but I'm not sure. Does Viva Amplify actually help you write your messages somehow? Is that a thing in Amplify to actually help you write your messages or improve them somehow? Uh, so not yet. Okay. Uh, we don't have, you know, where it is, you know, uh, writing content for you. Okay. However, it is a cohesive place for many of those different people that are collaborating together to be able to think about what are those messages that I'm wanting to produce, right? Okay. And then you can think about in terms of, you know, our, our working with generative AI, yep. what that could possibly be in the future, um, okay. you know, in terms of 
building some of those aspects into the product as well. So nothing there, you know, in terms of right now, but, you know, definitely okay. something that we are looking at from a future state. Okay. But you can see previous messages you've posted and then yes. reuse them in future ones. That's, I think that's what you were talking yes. about, Sarah. Okay. That's cool. That's helpful in itself, like to be able to do that. So if something was communicated out before and it makes sense to keep it consistent, you could hopefully easily see that and do that. Yeah. So with that, just thought about it. We can't, it can't help us create the message, but are there any templates that we can use? Is there like templates like the news post templates or the pages and SharePoint templates? Yeah. So right now we have a couple of different templates that are available. Uh, so you know, things like being able to create an event or give okay. a status update or a project update. Uh, we do have some built-in templates. We're working on some additional templates as well as the ability for, uh, you know, in the future for customers to be able to bring their own templates into this space um, that they want to use or reuse across those different campaigns. Awesome. Love it. Um... What about, so think about uh, a, a very large organization, whether it is international or national organization. Um, can you set up, is, is there a need to have multiple Viva Amplify centers or one for North American, one for Europe, one for Asia, or that, do we need to have that? Or the, the permissions that comes with the Viva Amplify is good enough to distribute that kind of roles and responsibilities? Uh, I, I think the permissions are, you know, very equipped, um, okay. you know, so I, do, I wouldn't say that you necessarily need to have, you know, different centers, although you might want to segment your audiences um, a little bit different because, you know, it, hey, let's just use the example that's, you know, in front of all of us on this on this call is, you know, Sarah and I have a benefit sign up. Right. Every year we go through a benefits election that we do. Mm -hmm. And Canada also probably has something similar or no? Not really. Not, not really. No. Very, no. very different. Right. But you might have, you know, OK, you want to adjust your stock or something like that. Yeah, right. You can so, do that. yeah. Yeah. So we have very different messages that go out to those different audience segments right. based on where they're located. OK, so that's one of those campaigns that I could definitely see where you would use those audience segments for those different messages. Somebody that resides in Canada is going to get a very different message based on what those benefits are for okay. them to be signing up for on an annual basis than somebody in the United States or somebody in Europe. Uh, you know, all of those types of things are very, very different. So you want to think about how do you segment your audiences a little bit different and craft your message around those different audiences? And then with the ability to do uh, not only selecting your different audiences from a Azure AD group, if you're sending it out by email, um, or you know if you're doing it on a, a SharePoint news post, being able to target those audiences um, at that particular endpoint, whether that's in, you know, Viva Connections or if you're just pushing that to your homepage or pushing it to, you know, a, a, a particular page that is already segmented for those particular audiences. All of those are the types of things that Viva Amplify can, you know, help facilitate and orchestrate for you. Love it. Yeah. 
So Liz, I think you've you've touched on this already, but can you review just once more? Just gonna make sure I get these straight. What are all the communication channels that are supported in Viva Amplify when you have a campaign? Yeah, so uh, SharePoint, because it's built on SharePoint, SharePoint is the natural place for it to be, uh, you know, starting point. Uh, you can do up to 10 SharePoint sites, and they can be home sites, they can be organizational news sites, they can be hub sites, they can be team sites, they can be communication sites, whatever type of site that you want to be able to do a news, news post to, you can do that news post to that particular site. Okay, so 10 sites and then uh, Outlook is one of those other channels. So that works with all of the functionality of Outlook. Um, you can do it to all company if you wanted to. Uh, you know, we, we Outlook's a little bit of a different beast in terms of uh, using some transport rules and all those types of things, but it stays within your environment. It uses SMTP for the transfer protocols for all of those messages to be going out. Uh, uses the same rules that you already have set up in your Outlook today. Uh, so if you've got messages that are going out externally and all those types of things, you can do that. You just lose some of the tracking ability um, once it goes mm -hmm. outside of your tenant. But okay. if you wanted to keep that in your tenant, all of that you know information and data is kept within your tenant. And then in terms of the last channel that we have available right now will be uh, Teams channels. And so if you think about the Teams construct, it's a little bit of a different scenario, works a little bit better if you, uh, you know, have a project or a, a project team that you're working with already that you want to post into that, uh, because otherwise it's, you know, hey, if this is all company, a little bit harder for, you know, some of the enterprise organizations that, you know, have those 20, 30,000 people to scale into a Teams channel. But those Teams channels, you can do multiple Teams channels as well. So if you wanted to do, hey, I've got this project team, but I've also got, you know, uh, uh, another stakeholder team um, and posting it to, you know, those different channels within those Teams construct as well. And then uh, later on this year, we're going to be bringing uh, a integration with Viva Engage. So uh, that's, yeah, Sarah's very excited for cool. this. Um, and uh, being able to bring that, uh, you know, to those different communities and those different places uh, that everybody in the organization can now see uh, for Viva Engage pieces as well. Love having some Viva Engage love in there. So yes. I love that that's coming yet this year. Yes. So, Liz, when um, can you mention a broad swath of time? as to when Viva Amplify is going to GA? Uh, so the end of this month, we will start rolling out. And if you know anything about how a rollout works, uh, it's really interesting. Uh, once we you know, have the release of the product, it takes some time to get into customers' hands, right? So it can take uh, you know, a, a few weeks for it to be able to roll out into all of those different tenants worldwide. Um, so it, you know, even though we we give a release date, uh, say on a certain date, 
um, you know, arbitrarily, I like to think of it as, you know, my birth date on September 24th. That's a Sunday. It's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, um, you know, if it if it arbitrarily releases on September 24th, you'll probably start seeing it, you know, first or second week in October uh, type of time frame. So it is going to start rolling out the end of this month. Um, and then you'll see it, you know, uh, in your tenant in its full capabilities, uh, you know, a few weeks after. I think it should be timely to your birthday, Liz. I know. I know, I know. I'm not going to be timely to your birthday, but it should be timely <laughs> to your birthday. Just have Microsoft release the whole thing on the 24th. On the That's 24th. Cool. Just go. Yes. And Liz, when it does release, how does it show up to users? So does it show up as a a new M365 web app in the Waffle menu? Does it show up as a Teams app? Does it show up as a new SharePoint site? How do you access it? Well, because there is licenses for this, it is considered a premium product. We first have to have licenses in place for it. Okay. And then uh, after that, it you know shows up as one of those uh, capabilities that we have within SharePoint. So you know, an app within, you know, that that waffle area type of thing. Um, and then really it's up to those people that uh, are those global admins to be able to, you know, initiate those licenses, uh, decide on, you know, is it the entire company that we want uh, using this product uh, or is it, you know, a, a certain set that we want to deem as authors um, you know, and they have some of those choices to be able to make in terms of the configuration and setup and then uh, the capabilities of being able to use the product from there. So, uh, you know, having its own little logo um, and then it's, you know, built on the capabilities of SharePoint. So there's a SharePoint site that uh, you would go to to be able to use the app and be able to, uh, you know, work with um, creating those campaigns which then creates additional SharePoint sites and Teams, um, you know, M365 groups, Teams uh, instances, all of those types of things to be able to, you know, collaborate with different users on that particular campaign as you move forward. So, uh, you know, a, a few different capabilities in terms of the users being able to access the product uh, once they, you know, go through the licensing for it. Great. We love having you on, Liz. So we love having you here to talk about Vita Amplify, but we'd also love you to come back and talk about other topics in general. So we're going to book that yeah. too. It is long overdue. Um, we've been talking for a long time about having you on the podcast. So we're thrilled <laughs> to have you. So now you are officially a guest and then Yay! you can just guest all the time. It's like Hollywood <laughs> Squares. This is great. Oh, so thank you so much, Liz, for joining us. And uh, thank you, everyone. And we hope you tune in next time. See you later. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.